0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
1: You know I'm a bad
0: girl. Do what I want.
1: Say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl.
2: Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. i was sitting here waiting for the Hump Day sound effects. I was a day early. I'm a day ahead of myself. I'm usually ahead of everybody else when it comes to topics, policies, and analysis. I'm usually... Not with music. I'm... Oh, 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 no. Oh, no, you did not. Oh, no, he... Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. We had a little bit of a debate before we went live here. We might, have to, we might as well just throw it out there to them. I mean, this is how, this is how I got I cannot under-
3: believe that one of my favorite people on the air says that the Beatles and the King, Elvis Presley, are overrated.
2: First of all, let's back up. Did you just say one of your favorite people on the air? I did. You said one of your fa- take that up with Ed Martin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I said it for some reason. I was looking for something from yesterday, and I started singing the song yesterday. Actually, not too bad, not too shabby. Thank you. I never sing that song. I don't know why it popped into my head because I don't like the Beatles. I don't like their music, so I have You're no. In re- my heart, girl. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, so then after I tell him, you know, I, you know, no, I'm I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I think they were incredibly overrated. Yes, it was. Before for me and my generation, but, you know, so was a lot of music that I love, right? Like Al Green. So then he goes, well, you better not be saying that. I, he goes, next you're going to be telling me Elvis was overrated. I'm like, musically? Yeah. I mean, the best thing about Elvis was his movies, in my opinion. No. No, you know, there was a uh, very, no, it, it, you know, when, and, and, and it was probably the influence in my home uh because uh you know I grew up with mama playing motown music and playing r&b and soul music that was what was played in my home
3: you know what there's a lot to be said for that because yeah. there's a lot of elvis and beatles played in mine so i agree
2: yeah so but but i might as well throw it out there to y'all 888-344-1170 do you agree with me that the beatles and elvis the music was overrated or are you on the side of the um, the wrong side, which is that they are not overrated. And that would be the side of scams. I'm not even going to introduce him. You don't even know. Why should I even introduce you now I never that you thought I would her- play
3: this for you. Get him out of here.
2: <laughs> 888-344-1170. No, it is not hump day. It is taco Tuesday. Um, today is a big day in some news and shout out to all of my MAGA Republicans. That's trending tonight because Joe Biden evidently, um, they shot him up with some beef. 12 or all kinds of I don't know what they did
3: weirdly coherent yeah we're
2: weirdly well mostly well we got some clips to play yeah we'll leave that up to the peeps um but he basically went out hard against MAGA republicans tonight and um let me tell you those were fighting words thems is fighting words and I've been down for the fight for a long time, in fact, one you know, I opened the show by saying I'm usually ahead of people. I'm a, I'm ahead on the calendar. I'm usually ahead of people. Look, I was MAGA before anybody even started using those words. You were MAGA before MAGA was cool. I was. I came out against the lockdowns before anybody before against the shots, mass, etc. So, um, and the only reason why I'm I don't and I'm not saying that to brag. There's all kinds of memes going around right now of people just really gloating and patting themselves on the back about how you should have listened to me. We told. I, you know, I think there's a time and a place where I told you so I want to point that out, because I appreciate the time that you guys give me every night, you longtime listeners, you new listeners, we had some new people calling in last night, we love you. And I just want you to know that I love you so much. I appreciate so much you giving me five minutes a day, or however many I, I ask for two hours a day. But even if you just give me five minutes, I appreciate it. And I want you to know that you actually get good analysis here.
3: I always give you two hours.
2: Thank you. Even Plus. if yes, and I appreciate that. You give me more even during the day. So we want you to know that we're actually, when you do come here, you get good analysis from us, not just um, a debate on music. Which, by the way, Beatles and Elvis are overrated. Long live the Beatles. Long All right. Um, first, I got to open with a shout out and um, prayers for family that I have in the Jackson, Mississippi area. They evidently now they are without. Uh, usable water to shower, brush their teeth, flush toilets. I'm not sure the situation down there, how much it had to do with storms happening down there, but to everybody uh, in, in that area, anytime we have a kind of disaster like that, we want to extend our, our thoughts and prayers. And then at the same time as I say that, I feel like, you know what, I got to extend my thoughts and prayers constantly all day, every way uh, to the rest of the country who are under some form of the crime wave that was invented and created and manufactured and encouraged and enabled and grown by the the policies of the left in this country, because there's people literally being carjacked, murdered, assaulted—you name it—and they still want your guns. And they still want your guns. Um, before we go further on tonight's show, um, I kind of—we kind of crafted the show around something that I heard today. I almost never—I don't remember the last time I turned on, flicked the switch onto my radio, and actually listened. It used to be daily between 9 a.m. and 12 that I would have this station on in the background because of the great rush. Moment of silence for the great rush. I never turn my radio on at that time anymore. I happened to today and just in time before I heard a caller call in. And say, and he was really aggravated. He he was he was warm. He calls in and he's like, Look, I'm sick and tired of hearing about Hunter Biden. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Mar a Lago Raid. The only thing the Republicans should be talking about is the border crime and energy, i.e., economic policy. Border crime and energy economic policy. Nothing else matters to me. And I thought, wow. Clearly these issues that he's talking about are devastating to this country. But here is a so-called conservative who clearly has no idea, nor has he been given an idea or a reason why, as he's listening to the Rush Limbaugh replacements, as to why those stories matter to the Republican voters. This man literally said, none of those stories have any impact on me. Those were the words he used. When you're doing three hours a day and your listeners don't understand why, why? You're talking about the Mar-a-Lago raid, why you're talking about the FBI abuse of power and a weaponized deep state against the citizens and why it absolutely affects them. You failed at your job. Of course,
3: because there always has to be a why.
2: Well, yes. And the why in this case. Is huge. He, it's enormous. In fact, there's nothing bigger than the why behind this. This guy's like, I, I, you know, if we don't win control, he lives in New Hampshire. If we don't win control in the midterms, I'm going to have to pay da, 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 da. Do you not understand, man? I guess these hosts haven't held you, helped you to understand that if. This deep state gets to continue out of control, and the entire purpose of their bad behavior is to control the outcome of, of elections. And they're allowed to continue. Then there's no point in you even being concerned about what happens in the Those in the Those will be the
3: least of your worries.
2: Well, not only that, but but if if this does, doesn't get under control, there and everything that we've been talking about, we have pointing out out to the listeners that the these actions by the FBI are meant to do what? Control the outcome of elections. So if you care about the outcome of elections, you would care. About What's happening with the FBI and the deep state? You would care about what they were doing with covering up the Hunter Biden laptop story. You would care about what they're doing down in Mar-a-Lago with the documents. You would care about what they're doing with January 6th and these defendants. You would care about what the Merrick Garland counterterrorism group is doing. You would care about what's going on with the anarchy in our streets. The fact that those hosts have not connected the dots for that listener is a crime in my opinion, as well as the fact that those dots have not been connected by the Republican Party to the rest of them. How many other millions have I not been saying for six years that we will all be Michael Flynn? Have I not continued to connect the dots to everybody as to the fact that this will matter to you if not today? It absolutely matters. We have, we have all the stories to share with you guys tonight about what's going on with the border, about what's going on with the energy uh, issues and the, and the cost that's going on with that. We have, um, he was border crime and energy. We have, um, all of those stories to bring to you tonight, but that, but they are a symptom of the problem. They're a symptom of the disease. Right. They're a symptom of the cancer that's permeating and destroying this country that's eating away at this country, which will get worse if things do not change. If they're allowed to continue with what's going on right now, man, you might not even man caller. You might not even bother to show up at the elections and coming up in the midterms because they will be controlled and the outcome will be controlled. But you will you will continue to be ignorant and think that you actually had some control in the outcome of the election. What is it? Why? How does this affect the average listener? Well, one of the biggest news here's an example why one of the biggest news that happened today was that Gorby died. Mikhail Gorbachev. Many people started calling him Gorby back in the day because people couldn't remember his name or, or they it. couldn't or, or spell his name. So he just became called Gor, Gorby. And now I can't even think of his name without thinking about the sardine. <laughs>
3: Because <laughs> I was
2: a kid, the Saturday, who remembers the Saturday Night Live skit where it was him, I think, supposedly doing a press conference with Reagan and every time the camera flashed to him, the birth, uh, the birth defect spot would move and it would get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until finally in the last scene it was like covering in his entire face. I don't usually laugh at any kind of physical anom- anomaly or birth defect, but it, that was actually back, that was some good comedy. Okay. So I actually didn't even remember that Gorby was still alive um, because he has not been in in, uh, in the news at all. He hadn't been in the news. I mean, well, you know, after basically after he was scraped off the bottom of the world's shoe, in a sense, thanks to our man, Ronald Reagan, he kind of went into obscurity. Um, but there's some interesting things to, to I, I don't know if kids in school today learn anything oh, about, it. they don't really learn about the Cold War. They don't really learn about how Ronald Reagan saved the world from communism by tearing down by, by the pressure campaign that he put on Gorbachev because he, he, he got inside Gorbachev's, Gorbachev's, well, you know, um, Spotted brain and crawled around and exploited his weaknesses because he knew he knew where Gorbachev's weaknesses were. And what what um, what's interesting, though, is that, um, well, you know what, we're up against a break. Let me do this. I think I think this is the perfect time to end With the clip that everybody's playing, the clip today from Ronald Reagan saying, "Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall." But I think I think we should go with the the clip. We're going to continue the discussion about Gorbachev on the other side of the break. But I think that it's a good time to end on this clip that Skins found, which is different from the other one because I think that Ronald Reagan was the original MAGA Republican. Right? He was the original MAGA. They went for him and said he he would
3: definitely be MAGA.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. He understood. He started talking about the threat of communism and the centralized movement. The movement for centralized power in this country, um, decades before he became president. He spoke about it in nineteen sixty four. He was about um Lower taxation and lower regulation. He was uh, at the time um, so openly Christian, and so much it, it just there was so much about him that made him the 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 OG of MAGA Republican he was and he, a good man. And even upon his success in saving the world from communism and opening up the world to freedom, just that contribution alone makes him just you know probably the greatest president we've ever had in this country. Even over Trump, some of Trump's achievements. Um, Even on his way out, he continued to be concerned about the fact that those within the world and those within Gorbachev himself and those within Russia still wanted to continue to take over the world, that their plans for centralized control over the world had not gone away. So we're going to we're going to take a break, but we're going to let Ronald Reagan take us out.
4: What it all boils down to is this. I want the new closeness to continue, and it will as long as we make it clear that we will continue to act in a certain way as long as they continue to act in a helpful manner. If and when they don't, at first, pull your punches. If they persist, pull the plug. It's still trust, but verify. It's still play, but cut the cards. It's still watch closely, And don't be afraid to see what you see.
1: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Want to settle a debate here? Are the Beatles and Elvis overrated musically? Yay or nay. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. I would put Earth, Wind & Fire, The Temptations, The Four Tops, all of them up against the Beatles any day of the week. Yeah. But they're not great. I don't even. You know what? 888-344-117. Eight 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 three four four eleven. I I could I could I could easily just abandon all the uh, topics I got here on my table and sit here and debate that. And let me tell you, love to. I would absolutely win. Okay, um, but continuing on, there are those today that are remembering Fa- uh, uh, Gorbachev in a better light than I think he deserves to be remembered. Uh, he was not, this was not a situation in which, and y'all may be thinking, why is, why is AK going on about Gorbachev? Because it's relevant as to what's going on today and, and, and this new world order and I'm going to go ahead and, and, you know, not going to tease it anymore. Um, this, this has to do with the left's goal of the Great Reset and the new world order. Okay, that's what's going on here. Um, I even heard somebody today, Michael Reagan, talking about how, uh, you know, talking glowingly about Gorbachev and how he's up there in heaven with reagan i'm like say what first of all i don't know what it what's going on inside the heart and the minds of anybody sitting next to me i can't say who's going to heaven um but if his political life and his political beliefs um which was based on communism you know, removal of of god from state um certainly that's you know not adhere
3: to christian values
2: not at all um this was not a situation to where Gorbachev was like, I don't care about his perestroika or whatever, glasnost, whatever his. Yes, uh, Reagan preyed upon his weakening against some of the totalitarian and authoritarian stuff that was going on there and, and maximize that and capitalize that. But that doesn't mean that Gorbachev at any point was like, um, yeah, you know what? Uh, let's get rid of this communism and yay, uh, capitalism. That's that's not what the situation uh, was going on with Gorbachev. In fact, here's a quote from from Gorbachev um, that uh, I, I found today. Um, and it said, we had 10 years, quote, we had 10 years after the Cold War to build a new world order, and yet we squandered them. Who's we? What's he talking about there? He's talking about we, as in after the Cold War. Well, who was the Cold War between? It was between the USSR and it was between the United States. And yet, um, so when he's talking about squandering the opportunity to build a new world order, ten years, who is he talking about? George Herbert Walker Bush and Bill Clinton. In fact, Herbert, forty-one, he he said it. He said it in his, and I think it was a State of the Union address when he talked about new world order. Let that sink in for a moment. The Gorbachev's plan. Reagan went out of office warning people to keep their eyes. But watch closely and don't be afraid of what you see. He went out of office continuing to try to warn people about communism. And I don't care whether you dress it up and put the lipstick on this pig and call it the Great Reset. Call it New World Order. It's still a centralized system of power, except on this on this case, it's about a, a centralized system of power with one world government. The centralization of power being in either ultimately in one world government, um, stepping there through uh, European Union, uh, UN, or, 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 you know, there's always a stepping stone to it. That's what he was about. And that's what the left's about. And you kind of think about what that means as, as you're sifting through everything that's happening with this Biden administration, including this war in Ukraine. They really hate, is, the first thing that he did, they, they really hate Russia so much. They're really so anti-Putin. First thing he does when he takes office is he opens up, the, he, he shuts down the Keystone Pipeline and removes sanctions against Putin. It starts lining Putin's pockets. Who's made the most money with this war in Ukraine? Putin. And let's talk about Ukraine. As their member of parliament said, what we're fighting for here is the new world order. It's what we're fighting for here. What's the greatest threat to the left right now in terms of the United States of America ushering in and aiding, aiding in the ushering of the new world order? MAGA. MAGA. That's why they're coming against us. I was on uh, Dr. Gina's show in Real America's Voice today and she played a clip for me I had not seen before. I don't even know who it was. It was somebody from the Soviet Union many years ago in either the 20s or the 40s. And he's talking about using the tactics Talking about tactics they had to use. Uh, one one tactic they had to use was, was, was accusing, using words, adjectives and words and descriptions of the opponents uh, against them that actually describe themselves. Projection. Sound familiar? Yeah. What was one of the words he used? Fascist. Fascist. One of the tactics he talked about was describing your political opponents in a way. um, He didn't use domestic violence extremists, but that's basically, which is today the United States of America's new terminology, which is DVEs, right? But that's basically the tactic he was describing. The United States of America right now with the Department of Justice and the FBI are using the same exact tactics that this Soviet official was using. And then he went on to describe that if you repeat that, Over and over and over again, it eventually will be believed. So it was all it was all about uh, laying up the plan of describing your opponent in evil terms that actually described what your endgame is, but defaming them and demeaning them over and over and over again in such a way that it just it eventually gets and doing it through the media and doing it through your spokespeople and doing it in such a way that it eventually becomes believed. And isn't that where we're at? Isn't that what Biden was doing today when he gave his big speech today that was was um, all about MAGA and demonizing MAGA? Uh, in fact, Skins, please play... Um, and, and, and it was centered around it, but it was specific. It wasn't just a generalized MAGA's a bunch of fascists today. Um, what he did that was a little bit of a different spin on it compared to what uh, this guy from the Soviet Union was talking about was that today was all about gun control. Today was more about we're going to go back to, we're going to whip the card out of the deck you know reagan talked about uh continue to to play cards but cut the deck right well, the card that the Biden administration pulled today went back to gun control, exploiting. I don't know if he mentioned the Uvalde children because they kind of got to avoid that one today now that the truth has come out about what happened in Uvalde. But they're continuing to use gun violence and deaths of Americans um, and and basically trying to demean uh, MAGA Republicans uh, for and second for their their. Um, Belief in the Second Amendment as it, it, it equating and, and, and acting as though MAGA Republicans who believe in the Second Amendment are the reason why we got so many dead people dying in the streets. We all know the real reason behind it. Skins, please play clip nine.
4: More children die from guns than active duty police and active duty military personnel combined. Not true. Hear that again? More children in America die from guns than active-duty police and active-duty military.
2: Not even top in the United five. United
4: States combined.
2: No. We have to act.
4: We have to act for those families in Buffalo, Uvalde, oh. Newtown, El Paso, Parkland, uh-huh. Charleston, Las Vegas, Orlando. I've been to every one of those sites. Sit down with those parents. I spent four hours last time. Met with every single one of the parents and families that lost someone. See the looks on their faces. Think about it. Think about the devastation that's occurred. We have to act for all those kids gunned down on our streets every single day that never make the news. There's a mass shooting every single day in this country, in the streets of America, every single day. You have to ask, you have to act so our kids can learn to read in school instead of learning to duck and
2: cover. jeez. Oh, That was a different clip than I wanted to play. And you know what? But I think that I don't need to play another one from him, from that lying sack. Yeah, there there was another clip where he goes on to MAGA. What side are you on? Well, first of all, we're on the side of truth. And that's not the number one killer of children in this country. Just like they they didn't die from COVID and didn't need to be masked up and be injected with your kill shot. Okay? But you want to talk about people dying in the streets? Do we have a mass shooting in the streets every day? Yeah. And you know what? In fact, he wants to talk about children being slaughtered and then sheathed in the streets. Yeah, actually, news do report on that. Many conservative outlets report on the Chicago death, uh, the 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 war zone that is Chicago. All the time. The left doesn't report on it. MSNBC doesn't report on it. And CNN doesn't report on it. Because those areas, these every area in which we have mass slaughters in the streets of people, blood lining the streets, Democrat run cities with the strictest gun control laws that we have in this country. And how dare he use the name of you, Valde, because we all now know the truth. This whole thing today, he's out there today. We don't need to defund the police. We need to fund the police. How much more money did the 400 police officers standing in the hallways need before they were finally going to what did they need to be bribed before they finally went from the hallways inside to save a children's life? He's a liar. That story makes me so mad to this day. And for him to use it and to lie, we do have blood all over the streets of this country. But it's not the law-abiding, of Second Amendment law-abiding citizens in this country. It's the felons that they put back out on the street with their no-bail policies that leave, that they know are going to go and get guns because there's never been a gun control law that stopped criminals from getting guns. And they know that those same criminals that they put back out on the street intentionally are going to go and pick up weapons and go shoot people like in a subway by the African-American guy with the, with the black anti-Semitic ideology that, of course, that, he didn't mention the subway, did he? Gee, I wonder why. Because the shooter there was black and he was there to shoot up Jews that, and, and that many of which might have died had they been able to arm themselves.
3: I have that MAGA clip if you want to play it. I don't know. It's, in, it's, it's very, I think it's very interesting perspective.
2: <sighs> All right, I defer to you, not on the Beatles thing, but to this clip.
4: Police lost their lives as the a result of that day
2: police lost their lives
4: one of the officers said it was worse than anything he had experienced in war in iraq so let me say this to my MAGA republican friends in congress don't tell me you support law enforcement if you won't condemn what happened on the sixth
2: don't you speak don't Uh -uh. tell me Don't you try to act tough. Now I know what that clip was about. That had to do with January 6th. What a liar. There was not one police officer who died that day, and not one police officer who died as a result of January 6th. The only person who died that day was gunned down an unarmed woman, military veteran who was gunned down by a black cop whose name was withheld never faced any charges for the fact that he gunned her down as an unarmed woman unnecessarily all caught on video and his name was withheld and he was protected because he was black and she was white let's just be straight about it and he wants to talk about january 6 did you hear this skins how everybody uh, 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 does everybody know about the name ray Ups? On top of the FBI, Ray Epps was the guy all over video on January sixth, urging people to go inside, on wearing the MAGA hat, telling everybody to go inside, of fomenting violence, fomenting people going inside of the Capitol. Yet of the eight hundred people that were arrested and thrown in the jail with no bail, including many people who never went inside, Ray Epps was never Ray Epps was never arrested. Ironic. Inciting violence. Literally telling people, Go inside, go inside. Well now we find out. That Nancy Pelosi, who had turned down many requests, including from, from Trump, to have, and she was in charge National of the National Guard National Guards and, and, and the, the police, Capitol Police, uh, she, she denied requests to go there. Um, according to a Freedom of Information Act uh, request, it shows that there were a dozen phone calls between the cell phone of Ray Epps and the office of Nancy Pelosi. What side are you on, Joe Biden, and you Democrat voters? You're on the side of communism. You're on the side of totalitarianism. You're on the side of authoritarianism. You're on the side of fascism. And this is all the same crappy communist tactics that have always been done in the past. If he cared about the lives of children, he wouldn't be arming 87,000 IRS agents. He would be arming safety officers to stand outside of schools and to protect Hard children. the schools. Yes. I'm sorry for yelling, but it just makes me so angry because I'm just so fed up with the lies. But I'm almost as fed up with the Republican Party that's not doing anything. They're not calling anybody out. They're not doing anything. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to be expecting some great if we if we. First of all, they're not They're withdrawing ads in key races across the country. The Republican establishment is they're not doing anything from a media standpoint.
3: There is going to be a red wave. I
2: I don't think there is. I really don't. Because the Republican Party doesn't want it. You think the Republican Party wants to be expected to hold an investigation of Nancy Pelosi and her relationship with Ray Epps and what happened on January 6th? Do you really think that the that the Republican Party wants to be expected to hold somebody accountable for the fact that, that the FBI obstructed justice of Hunter Biden and buried the story to control the outcome of the election in 2020?
3: Maybe that's why Nancy Pelosi is so confident.
2: Yes, we're going to take a break and pass the point. We got more to talk about tonight. That guy, all he cared about from New Hampshire was border crimes and energy. Well, yeah, those are all issues. We're going to continue to talk about it, but we're going to make sure that you understand underneath all of that, we either take back our country from the communist and the deep state that are seeking to control us going forward and crush us into oblivion as a part of their Great Reset. We either understand that and deal with it, or don't even bother to show up at an election. This is the Andrea K show on AM 1170 the Answer San Diego.
1: AK Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K, whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. You know what you can call me? Correct, particularly when it comes to this Yes, yes, yes. We've got a caller on the line. Who I think, who might I might pred- I
3: point out quickly, how many generations the Beatles. Span, they just spanned generations and had multiple styles because they were that good.
2: I don't care. There's still people who like ice cream. I don't like ice cream either. So, you know, okay. We, okay now here, we have another issue to, here, to debate. <laughs> here to settle this dispute. The question I opened the show with, are the Beatles and Elvis overrated? Yes. Or are they not overrated? Which is Skins' side. Legendary. Here, here to settle the score is Bubble. She is on the line. And we do not know what she has to say. So we're going to take it to her. And we will respect her <laughs> in spite of if she rules against me, which would make her incorrect. Hello, my dear. Welcome to the oh. Andrea K. Show.
5: Hi, Andrea. I like your show. Thank you. And you may also call me correct. In 1980, I was 14 years old. And about 11 o'clock, I heard a news report on the radio that said John Lennon's been shot. And I thought, oh, how sad. I went to bed. went to sleep. And I woke up the next day, and every day for the next three weeks the radio station played nothing but Beatles songs. Oh. And, you know, there's a huge library. And so I got oh. I got a really good taste. And In fact, in my music class that same school year, I did a report. Uh, it, was, it was a long essay on the Beatles. So I, I learned a lot about the Beatles. Okay. Now, you may not like that kind of music. I, I understand that. Well, I don't understand that. But I get it, somebody who doesn't like something. But if you think about the Beatles, and Elvis Presley did the same thing, they changed music the way it was. They brought okay. in a whole new look, a whole new sound. If you listen to albums like um, Revolution, uh, where it has Taxman,
2: I, <laughs> see, be, you know, I don't know Taxman. It. I know it. You say you want a Revolution, but I don't know Taxman. What's Taxman? Well, that's Revolution. But Taxman is the one yeah. where that?
5: George Harrison wrote it, and he. He was complaining about them getting taxed at the rate of 95% of their income.
2: Oh, okay. I like and, the song. And in, he, I like the song a, in theory. Okay.
5: There's a line in there that says, uh, there's one for me and 19 for you. And um, maybe that's not 95%. but uh, we'll still. Anyway, uh, it's close. You get the idea. Yeah. Yeah, I get the idea. Um, but then if you listen, have you never listened to the Sgt. Pepper's album? I did. I song I, on there was just you can't listen to music from back then from today's eyes because you've heard it all but if you think about in 1964 and 1966 and 69 when the Beatles were coming out with their stuff it was new it was revolutionary all the time and Elvis was too his music and the style that he came out with you know, um, he had short hair and, and maybe it was his dancing, but, mm-hmm. but the Beatles came out with something totally different. They had long hair. Well,
2: but- you know what? I, I think you're right about something that I wasn't considering for me. And I remember what, what I remember of Sergeant Peppers was the movie that came out. Um. With but it wasn't. It wasn't the Beatles that was in the movie. It was some other band. I don't even remember now. Sergeant Pepper's the
5: movie.
2: Yeah. Um. Can you Google that that for me, Skins? I think they. I think that uh, there was a remake of the album, and I thought there was a movie that had to do. I kind of remember that as a kid. But I. You're right. I wasn't thinking in terms of the impact on music and what that meant from that standpoint. You know, I'm a, I've always loved a smooth groove since I was a little girl. I, my favorite album has always been Unmistakably... Lou by Lou Rawls, if that gives you, you know, an indication of my type of music. And I can remember the first time I heard Marvin Gaye's Ecology song and I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it was just like uh, it just brings tears to my eyes. So this just it's just not my particular type of music since I came out the womb, I think, listening to R&B. But literally, but I think you're right in terms of impact. Them and the Beatles, uh, them and and Elvis, changed music. Changed Elvis brought in, ushered in a rock and roll type of music we had never seen before, and the Beatles did too. And so, you're right. I actually thought for many years that I loved a Beatles song and found out it wasn't the Beatles. It's a song called Stuck in the Middle with You. I always loved that. I thought, you know what? I like one Beatles song, Stuck in the Middle with You, and it's not. (laughs) you got to admit that. Similar style. It doesn't sound. That sounds like the Beatles, right? It does. Well, thank you for calling in. We appreciate you. you. All right. right. Thank you. Take good care, honey. Yeah, she made
3: a lot of good points. I think it transcends not just generational, but also they really show how music is made and can be taken in a different direction. The movie you were just talking about, the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, many different musicians that are in in it, but not the Beatles.
2: No, it wasn't the Beatles. And so I, I remember that. And I think somebody, some... Um, based off of an album. That they yeah, did. based off an album that they did. Um, I was going to say something else about the Beatles. I don't, oh, oh, you know, Mama did have one of their original albums. Um, but I just, you know...
3: And Paul McCartney I, has always been my favorite Beatle. And he's still
2: going. hmm not that that's a good thing, necessarily, because you got to admit his music on his own was phew. <laughs> oh,
3: no, no, okay. That's another All thing. All right.
2: Do we have, is Mark from Point Loma we on the do. line? All right. Um, okay. So we have one, we have one on the side of skins who said that uh, she agreed with you. That it was that I it, liked they were her not commentary inter- on it. Yeah, her, I, you it know was what? Really, I agree it with it.
3: Not just about the music itself, but right. how it was also transcending that generational gap mm-hmm. and just taking music in a different direction.
2: Absolutely. All right. So, Mark from Point Loma, welcome to the Andrew K. Show. What say you about the Beatles and Elvis?
1: Well, there's a great interview on YouTube with Ray Charles talking about Elvis. You know, Elvis. Elvis took some R and B music, and those dance moves were not his. They were from. Uh, T-Bone Walker, mm. who was a great guitar player, and Chuck Berry. Okay, and, and I've I, seen Chuck know, Berry.
2: I saw Chuck Berry Jazz Fest, by the way. Go on.
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, everybody has their own tastes, but you know, and the thing about the Beatles is they were a creation of the Tavistock Institute. Who the who? And if you're not familiar with that, that's a Rockefeller or a Rothschild organization. Huh. Okay. Now, Aleister Crowley, are you familiar with him? No. Aleister Crowley is the Satanist that wrote the book Magic that Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats read and practice. Aleister Crowley was part of the Tavistock Institute. He's on the Beatles, some of their album covers. Okay? Okay. The entire music industry... A mainstream music industry, is run by Satanists.
2: Okay, okay but wait, you know what, Mark, as interesting as that is, and I'm going to have to look at those album covers and see it, from the music itself, overrated or, like Bubbles said, changed the face of music and good
1: stuff? Personally, I think it's overrated. Uh, the Yay. Beatles, overrated, contrived. I'd rather listen to, like you said, Lou Rawls or Ray Charles any day of the week. And um, You're a good man, Mark. You know,
2: I like your I like your I like where you're at and all in all th- aspects to this topic. Elvis.
1: Well, I loved Elvis. And, uh, you know, he, he by the way, you know, when Elvis wanted to do gospel, they, they wouldn't let him. Right. So he went to another label. And guess what? That was the biggest selling album he's ever had.
2: Oh, what? I and didn't we, know he did gospel. What was it? What was it? Oh, what was that gospel? God, song?
1: He, he was pushing and they wouldn't let him. The huh. guys who owned and then he he went to another label and they said of course we'll let you do a gospel album and it was the number one biggest selling album he's ever had to this date.
2: Well, I like that. Mark, thank you for a great call. Appreciate that. Thank you have a great evening. You too. All right, good stuff.
3: Yeah, one of my favorite things about Elvis is what he just brought up, just the fact that he did so many different styles from country mm. to rock mm-hmm. and roll and as you just found out he did gospel too.
2: Yeah. Nice nice way to chill me to take a little break from the politics. Because uh, I do love my music, and um, so we're one on one. Yes, we're we're one on one. So the tiebreaker goes to moi because it is my show, and it's the Andrea K show. Now, if you want to, the tiebreaker to be about you, then get your own show, okay? And you do well, have I do, you, and
3: I might just make a commentary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do that, my dear. All Get right. Get him out of here. <laughs> all right. T- we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, a uh, young, skinny Elvis break, not an older, chubby Elvis break. And we will be back. So don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show. I on name 1170. The answer San Diego.
1: Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Got to get back to uh, politics at hand. and the open of the show, we told you guys this call, guy called in and said, border, crime, and economy is the only thing anybody, Republican should be talking about so we can win the midterm. So, uh, you know, uh, clearly he doesn't understand. Said he didn't want to hear anymore about the Hunter Biden laptop story and the Mar-a-Lago raid. We're going to continue to talk about all of them and h- help him and others understand why all of that matters we and we've so we were going to be dealing with that in hour 2 and the few minutes we have remaining getting serious we're going to take you back to Joe Biden's quite serious speech he gave today it was it was kind of like a town hall event right it, they had it kind of was yeah they had an audience full of handpicked people that wouldn't laugh That at him and his obvious cognitive issues that would actually, you know, clap at the right times and applaud his insanity. Yeah, if you can make Um, sense of this next clip, good luck to you. I don't know. I didn't watch this. So, you know, I I don't know. Did you you get to see the crowd's reaction to Uh,
3: this? You can... Just judge on the audio.
2: Okay, yeah. All right. Well, Well. yeah, I, I haven't heard this myself, so I'm waiting to be mesmerized and just be awed by the sheer brilliance that is Biden. Clip six. If I
4: can inter- just interject for a moment, my the deceased <laughs> son, Bo, he was uh, the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down in the east side, the, what's called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is, and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. <laughs> huh?
2: Say what? What? Wow. This is a guy that's out there, you know, um, demonizing MAGA all day long. This man, it, it doesn't even know where he is and what he's talking about. First of all, stop trotting out the name of your dead son. It's despicable and it's gross to, to exploit that memory to try to connect with people. Second of all, trying to connect with people like you're a man in the streets talking about you were a lifeguard at the beach.
3: I don't, I don't need that visual. Since
2: when is any, any beach town, which is typically a tourist area, the highest crime area in any, in any, in any part of the country? Highest crime areas are typically inner cities, right? They're not the beach areas where they got lifeguards. And what did it have to do with basketball? (laughs) Wow. Um, This is why 58% of Americans in a poll recently said they wanted to see a cognitive test from this man. This is who they trotted out today to demonize MAGA. Man, get off the stage. Crazy. But I'm not going to off the stage. I'll be back. Una momento for hour two of the Andrew K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.